Good morning, everyone out there in Radio Land. This is Jane Cormier, your host for Artful Living here on WKXL New Hampshire Talk Radio. WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Uh, we want to give our shout out today to Good Life Programs and Activities, which is a 50 plus health and wellness center right here in Concord. They offer low cost or free exercise and art classes, as well as trips, socials, and educational seminars. Uh, you could visit www.goodlifenh.org. Or you can visit them at the Smokestack Center at 254 North State Street, right here in Concord. And uh, shout out to Caitlin out there in Good Life. We hope you are coming in soon for another show because we always have a great time together here on Artful Living. So for those of you that are joining us today, we have a great show. Um, We have somebody that... uh, I haven't met yet, but you know what? We're going to meet right here on Artful Living from Boston Singers Resource. And those from years past might know that we've had a number of uh, nice visits from folks at Boston Singers Resource, or BSR, as they are known. Uh, Today we have Brendan Shapiro, who is the Executive Director at Boston Singers Resource. So welcome, Brendan. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. Oh, it's going to be fun. I always love uh, having guests and uh, talking about wonderful organizations here on Art for Living, and we all know that Boston Singers Resource is one of those. So, uh, you know, Brendan, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about Boston Singers Resource? Absolutely. So I like to think of our nonprofit organization as sort of, we're an organization that really serves all of New England singers. And our mission is essentially to make the quality of life for singers better in this region. You know, we really, we're all about classical music, classical vocal music, musical theater, all of these different genres. And we want to make sure that this is a great place for singers to live, work, and thrive, and be able to work on their craft um, with as much support as as we can give them. So that's essentially what we're all about. Well, I mean, and how old is, uh, how long has Boston Singers Resource been in, in existence? It was actually founded in 2001 by uh, Lynn Shane, who's a wonderful singer here in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, and since then, there's been several uh, executive directors, and I took over for Margaret Felice um, in January of 2022. So it's been about a year and a half now that I've been executive director. Wow, that's great. Well, those two ladies I know well, and they were always wonderful, not only musicians and singers, but also spokespersons for uh, Boston Singers Resource. And I'm sure you will be as well. Um, I hope I can fill those shoes. (laughs) (laughs) I have no doubt that uh, they have chosen well. So, you know, uh, Boston Singers Resource, probably since, you know, we're looking at 22 years now, right? Um, that's right, that you've yeah. been in existence. How has it changed or sh- or reshaped or has it reshaped through the years? It, it has reshaped. You know, I think our fundamental mission has remained the same. Um, we, I think it started, you know, back in the day as a, a way, you know, a sort of a database or repository of resources for singers to access, you know, places where you can make recordings, lists of, you know, collaborative pianists to hire. There's all kinds of different um, resources we have on the website, and that's always remained the same. Yeah. And we've also always done job um, announcement posting so that um, organizations in the area, whether it's a church, uh, you know, some kind of religious organization, mm-hmm. or if it's an opera company or a chorus looking for singers, mm-hmm. um, they can go- come to BSR to post announcements, and those emails go out to all of our members um, right to their inbox so that they can get these job announcements in real time and respond right away. And it's 
it's a great sort of matchmaking service almost for singers in the area. Yeah, it's been an important resource, I think, for many singers yeah. in New England in general and probably beyond um, because the the life of an opera singer is not an easy one to navigate sometimes. <laughs> That's so. for sure, yeah. <laughs> it's nice yeah, we to, try to we try to make things as, as streamlined as they could possibly be for singers, even though... That's, that's, a, that's a tricky task sometimes. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed it yeah. is. So anybody that was interested in more information, uh, they can go to your website, right? Um, that's right. Um, www.bostonsingersresource.org. Mm-hmm. And we also, you can follow us on social media. Or we have Facebook, Instagram. We have a YouTube channel. And we have a link tree that has links to all of our upcoming programs as well. Isn't that great? Wow. Yes, I, I can see that you've really flushed out an awful lot more opportunities um, that are available uh, to singers. So that's really awesome. And we will repeat that information about your website um, as we go through our segment because it's it's a worthy it's a worthy uh, endeavor certainly that yeah. you are undertaking. So um, if we look on your site, you have a number of programs and events, um, everything from auditions, workshops, no stress studio. Now, what is that one? That one looks interesting. Yeah, so that's a brand new one. So I was going to say earlier when you asked how things have evolved, um, so I think one thing that we've been doing in the past few years is adding, sort of upping our programming game. Mm-hmm. So rather than just connecting singers with other organizations, which is, of course, a big part of what we do, we've also started to offer, to offer more of our own programs. Um, so yeah, I'll, we'll jump right in with No Stress Studio. That's something that um, we started this year, actually, in January. And we've had, it's become a monthly thing. Almost every month we do wow. one of these. Great. And it's a, play, it's a place where singers can just sign up if they want to sing something. Um, it can be pretty much anything that they just want to give a spin. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect. Singers can kind of come just and sing for friends. It feels like a friendly environment where you can just have a low-key performance opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I actually heard a lot from singers is that sometimes it's just hard to get performance opportunities that, that feel casual and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're, you know, singers who are learning a new aria or song who want to try it out, they don't have to wait until it's a high pressure situation to to give it a try with the PS and a little audience, you know. Right. So it's been a re- we've gotten a lot of really positive feedback about that one. Yes, that one stu- that that stood out on uh, your website. I would thought that pretty interesting idea. And uh, for those of those of us that are listening today that aren't really um, necessarily educated or knowledgeable about what it takes uh-huh. to sing opera, the opportunities um, afforded singers these days to actually practice with an adrenaline run um, is limited. And so any opportunity, even I know this is friendly, low stakes environment, you know, pressure, but still the singer has going to have to perform in, exactly. in a place in front of other people. And we can have lessons till the cows come home in the studio. But the truth is, is until the, the singer or the performer is in front of an audience, all mm-hmm. of those lessons are just that, lessons. So yep. this is really invaluable for singers to try out new stuff, get that rush, find out what's working, what isn't, what they need to tighten up uh, before they offer that in a more full-blown, you know, audition uh, Yeah, arena. that's a great point. I- I think it's it's funny what can kind of go out the window sometimes when you're in front of an audience, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like something you thought was memorized, maybe isn't so memorized, or some, you know, a vocal technique that you've been practicing with the teacher that works well in the studio. That's as right. As soon as you have that adrenaline, you know, it can it can kind of feel very different when it, you have that audience. Absolutely. You know, I, I tell you, Brendan, I'm an old-timer, um, uh-huh. and I can tell you that the difference, I think, today and in, you know, the older days was that the singer was afforded many more opportunities to 
to put this into effect, you know, to go out and sing in front of people uh, that would put you under sort of, you know, the, the adrenaline, uh, but in a way that was safe. And I think that your No Stress Studio allows that same type of, you know, opportunity and also feedback. You know, if you're a singer, you yeah. should always, always, always embrace the feedback that you get, especially from other singers, because there's always something that we neglect to think of or, or right. maybe can improve that we don't know about. Yeah. And if anyone out there is interested in participating in, in our No Stress Studio, you know, we do offer, um, we, we don't sort of give feedback automatically because not everyone's always looking for that. Sure. But if you are interested in feedback, you can definitely indicate that on the registration and we'd be happy to provide some. Yeah. Um, and our open auditions, which is another one of our programs that is sort of like our bread and butter. It's what people really know us for. Um, it's a chance for singers to come, and this is this. Is, we should call it a some stress because there is some stress in this one. Yeah. We have uh, some organizations who come from all over New England to hear singers. Uh, you know, people who are hiring for upcoming shows or performances. Um, and we actually just had one this past Saturday that was it, it went really well. We had forty five singers come and sing for. We had six or seven organizations, I'd say, uh, present there. Wonderful. Um, so it was a really great way for singers to sing for a bunch of different organizations at once. Mm-hmm. And also, we always have two um, panelists who offer feedback there as well. Yes. Um, we had uh, Sandra Pizzetti, who's a wonderful mezzo-soprano mm-hmm. um, of international fame, but she she lives uh, in the area, so she was kind enough to um, come do that for us. And also Angela Gooch, who's a wonderful pianist, coach, singer herself. Um, she works at Laundry School of Music, so she was there. Great. And they, they gave written feedback to all of the singers. Um, so that's definitely something that we feel passionate about is for singers to get to sing for lots of different people mm-hmm. and and hear lots of different opinions. Absolutely. It's it's really key, right, for the yeah. young singer or for the singer just coming out of the uh, educational sort of studio to have that opportunity. So that's really worth way more than anyone would know for the singer. Yeah. So Boston Singers Resource, you're doing good work. All right, I hear music, which means that we are going to take a short break here. And uh, we are absolutely going to come up on the other side, however, and we'll talk more with Brendan from Boston Singers Resource. So just stay right where you are. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Art for Living here. Jane Comier, your host on WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. That's NewHampshireTalkRadio.com. And don't forget that if you have missed any programming that we've been offering along the, the week or even in the further past, you can always go on NewHampshireTalkRadio.com and find that program and have a listen. So, um... Don't, don't leave that resource out. We have lots of great community programming for you to take advantage of. And today is all about the young or the emerging opera singer um, here at uh, Art for Living. We're talking with Brendan Shapiro, who is executive director of Boston Singers Resource. And uh, we were talking in the last segment about programming that you offer that everybody can go and find this programming and see everything that Boston Singers Resource is offering at the website, bostonsingersresource.org. And uh, we were talking about your audition uh, program. Now, you do this a couple of times a year, don't you? That's right. We do one in the spring and then again in the fall. Um, And many of them are open auditions, which means any singer who wants can sign up. Um, and then occasionally we'll have one that used to be called a select audition, and now we call it a showcase. Um, 
where we invite singers who scored really well in the open auditions to mm-hmm. come back and do sort of a little recital. And uh, wow. anyone can come see that one. And it's, uh, yeah, it's really exciting. That's uh, great. We, we, we love our auditions and our showcases, yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, I mean, those were always very successful. Uh, and I see here when we go to the site that it specifically says, so any organization, opera company, chorus, music festival, religious institution, or even individuals such as, you know, directors, conductors, are, of, are, are open to come to these auditions. Is that correct? That's right. Yes, absolutely. If you're looking to hire singers... It's a great one-stop shop to hear a bunch all at once. <laughs> yeah, awesome, uh, live and and in person. Um, so, what does what does your organization offer with regard to um, you know networking between singers or groups that want to hire singers? Is there a vehicle on there that that someone can go to to network? Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, so the open auditions actually are a great place where people who haven't seen each other for years or maybe have never met, it is a place where uh, you'll run into someone and, and you can have a networking experience. Um, our No Stress Studio, the other one we talked about, that's another place where singers can, can find each other. And, you know, if you want to find someone to sing a duet with or, or you're, you're looking to cast um, for a show that you're doing, mm-hmm. um, that's another great place to meet people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end of the year, we're actually having a board recital. Um, we're still picking the date in the venue, but you can you can stay tuned on our website for that. Um, but we're having a recital where we're going to invite the community to come sort of support our, our board members, our wonderful board members who have been so supportive over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, and they're all singers themselves, you know, so they're going <laughs> to they're going to put on a little concert and we're going to have food and drinks. And it's going to be another great uh, occasion for networking as well. Absolutely. Well, you know what? When we're talking about networking, um, we don't want to leave out the fact that you have a membership and for right. young singers, for conductors, for voice teachers, for organizations, um, students, this is very important because it allows you access to see and, and meet people within whatever genre you're looking for. Uh, so tell us a little bit about your membership benefits. Absolutely, yeah. So there's a lot of things that you can actually access even without a membership on our website. Um, but with a membership, that's that's when you'll start receiving our um, announcement emails. So if you're looking, you know, the job postings that come through, um, lots of career opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, you get discounts if you're a member on all of our programs. So we, we do work, uh, master classes. We do career workshops on topics ranging from, you know, taxes for singers to Alexander Technique, which is sort of like a, um, you know, talking about the body and, sure. and ways to free up the body for singing. We've done music theory and sight singing, ear training sorts of workshops. So we do, it really runs the gamut. And um, you get discounts for all of those if you're a member. Um, so that's another great reason to join. Sure. And also to sing in our open auditions, you do need to be a BSR member. So that's, that's another uh, uh, big reason why, you, why you'd want to sign up. Mm-hmm. And it's just great to, you know, you, you get access to all of our, our website resources. And yeah, you feel like you're really a part of a community and... And uh, you, you sort of you see the same people at these events, and you really feel like you're building yes. relationships, which is great. And that's so important today. You know, in the older days when we didn't have all of this technology, um, it was a different world. And for you to be able to access this information and to stay sort of in touch with what's happening within this community uh, is mm-hmm. really important and can offer the person that, you know, becomes a member an opportunity, a real opportunity to stay active, figure out what's going on, get discounts and network with other people within right. in that group. So, um, yeah, I think yeah, it's very important. It's, yeah, and it's a very affordable rate. It's only 
$45 a year. So that covers the full year. <laughs> wow. And uh, for students, $35. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, we also have organizational membership. Yes. So if, you're, if you run an organization, if you're an administrator or a producer, and you, wanna, you want access to our auditions, um, you want access to all of what we offer. Also, we do advertising for organizations. So if you have a, a concert or show coming up, um, if you're an organizational member, you can uh, advertise with us for free. Isn't that so? Something? That's seventy-five dollars a year for organizations, and you get lots of benefits as well. Absolutely, so, this is an annual membership. That's right. Yeah. So this is like two, you know, what two weeks of coffee or something? You know, I mean, exactly. this is this is very exactly. little money for a lot of opportunity um, that's available through being a member. So yeah, I I can't speak highly enough about it. I know through the years um, I have been a member, and when we had a little opera company for you know, a couple of, well, 20 years we had companies um, here in New Hampshire and we were membership uh-huh. and we were really able to do so much more by just tagging into the benefits that Boston Singers Resource offers. So, yeah, I think very highly of the organization and very worthy. Become a member. That's Good. what you want to yeah. do. <laughs> I'm so glad you had that experience. Yeah. Yes. I like to think that we really save singers money because, you know, by becoming a member you, uh, and singing in our open auditions, we, re- we do recording. Um, of your audition. So usually a recording session, if you have to hire a pianist, a recording engineer, and a venue, that can run you $200, $300 just to create your own recording. Correct. And we do it, you know, I think we have like a $20 fee for the recording, you know, so it's, it's you save a lot of money being a BSR member. Isn't as well. that awesome? Wonderful. Yes, absolutely. So, um, you know, Brendan, when we maybe will go into the next uh, segment, because I really would like to get your take on this. But um, I wanted to ask you specifically how you think COVID um, changed or reworked Boston Singers Resource, because I know that a lot of organizations had to get creative. Um, They had Mm -hmm. to think outside the box. And I'm just wondering how, you know, how Boston Singers Resource navigated that. That's a great question. Yeah. So COVID actually hit, it was before my time as executive director, but I was involved with some of BSR's programs. So I did get to see kind of how Mm -hmm. BSR adapted to those times. Um, It was obviously very tricky times in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I really think BSR stepped up and really um, sort of shown how valuable it can be during the COVID pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, So we operate something called the Boston Singers Relief Fund, which is... um, yeah, it's basically a fund for singers who are in need of emergency financial relief for whatever reason. Um, whether, you know, whether you've lost a gig or you've, you know, you're, you've come to some hard times and you need a little bit of support. Mm-hmm. That's what the fund is there for. Um, and during COVID, we actually gave out over 30 grants to singers wow. um, who had lost work during the pandemic. We, ha- we actually had a big fundraising campaign. We raised a lot of money for the, the fund and we were able to disperse um, checks. Um, to singers all across New England who had just lost work. And I I think we we really helped a lot of people, which I feel just so proud to be a part of the organization that that was doing that at the time. You know, it was sort of a a lifeline for singers who couldn't really find it anywhere else. Oh, of course. Um, Yeah, so that was one one of the sort of major focuses of BSR during the pandemic was sort of reinvigorating that fund. And it's it's still there. If you're a singer in need of financial relief, that fund is there for you to apply. Mm -hmm. Um, You can find that on our website. Yep, Um, information there. Yep. And we've also, we, we took advantage of the opportunity to get a little bit more digital, you know, so our programming traditionally <laughs> is all in person, Yeah. but we started doing some workshops and some recitals actually that were, uh, 
online, virtual. Yes. So um, one of my very first things when I was executive director last January is we did a sort of a tribute to Stephen Sondheim because he had passed away mm-hmm. just the, the season before. Um, so we did a, a program of all Sondheim music, and it was a virtual cabaret. So we it's on YouTube. You can find it right now if you go to the Boston Singers Resource YouTube channel and look up Songs of Sondheim. You can find it. I was really proud of how it turned out. Um, we had nine, was it seven or nine? I forget. So we had either seven or nine singers, yeah. CSR members, uh, sing for the, the program. And it was it was just really fun. We had a great time. You know and what? It was, it, I'm sure it made a big difference because in, in that period of time, we were so limited. Singers were so limited as to where they could actually, you know, perform. perform. Yeah. And so that was awesome, I'm sure. I, I'm going to have to check that one out. I, I missed it. So that's Yeah, cool. yeah, please do. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, I, I know so many singers who are... Oh, I hear some music, but I'll, I'll finish absolutely. what I was saying. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, so many singers who struggled during the pandemic because they just felt like a part of themselves were missing. They couldn't perform. So I think the fact that we were able to give some singers the chance to fulfill that uh, was very meaningful to me. Absolutely. makes It makes a big difference. All right. We're going to take a little break here. WKXL, New Hampshire, talkradio.com. Stay right there because we're coming right back. Welcome back to WKXL Art for Living. My name is Jane Cormier, and I'm your host today here at NewHampshireTalkRadio.com, WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. So today, if you're just joining us, we've been having a wonderful conversation with Brendan Shapiro, who is executive director at BSR, or Boston Singers Resource. And uh, we've been asking questions all over the board here. It's been exciting. Um, our last question was how we no- navigated, how you navigated COVID. And um, you were talking about how digitally or techno- technologically, that was the time to, you know, I guess, increase the ability to um, put programming and stuff together for your group members uh, and how you had this wonderful Sondheim concert. So everything that we're talking about today, people can find on bostonsingersresource.org. And you should look it up because there is so much on this website, Brendan. Yeah, it can be a little overwhelming. I <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I lose track of all the different things we offer. Um, it took me a while when I came on as executive director. I'm like, wait, what are we? What are all these things that we do? Um, and of That's course, good. of course, I've added more things even since since joining. So you know, it's it's a lot. It can be a little overwhelming. But yeah. basically, we you know, you can find on our website the different programs we offer, which we've talked about some of those today already. Yes. Um, the different resources, which you know, databases of recording uh, venues for singers to use, pianists, voice teachers, vocal coaches, all of those things are on there, um, as well as resources for just helping with, with, we actually have a blog with lots of career advice from, um, you know, professionals in the area. So it's just, it's, it's, it's almost too much. I think yes. you have to thin it out sometimes. <laughs> That's okay. You can take your time and go through it. It's all good stuff. Brendan, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Absolutely, yeah. So I am uh, a pianist and vocal coach by trade. I'm actually not a singer myself. I, I can sing in the shower, but it's, you don't want to hear it. Um, but yeah, so uh, I'm a pianist and vocal coach and conductor. Um, and, you know, I really, uh, how do I put it? Um, I think I'm very interested in sort of the conditions that singers um, 
experience while they are pursuing their careers. Mm-hmm. Um, because nearly all of my friends are singers. That it's just some the it's the people I gravitate to most. I'd say are are people. There's just such a great energy to the singing community mm-hmm. um, that I really found myself attached to. And as a pianist myself, um, it's just sort of a natural uh, symbiotic relationship, I guess. Sure, so, absolutely. Because singers need pianists and pianists need singers. So it's, <laughs> it's always felt very uh, comfortable for me to sort of be in that world. Mm-hmm. And it's, I really love um, my position as executive director at BSR because it, it enables me to make some real changes in the lives of hopefully positive uh, in the lives of singers that I that I know, because you know I've, I've heard all the stories about the the trials and tribulations. There's so many things working against you as a singer. And yeah. Such an expensive career. We there was an article that came out in Upper America a few months ago that just sort of outlining how many expenses that singers have to deal with. Um, that you know, it, it, if you were in another career, it's hard to even conceive of what an expensive thing it is to be a singer. Yeah. Um, so just ways that we can help. You know, it, it really, I find it very fulfilling to be in a position where I can help and, and create some change. Well, you have um, quite a background. I mean, you know, you're you're an alum of LA Opera Young Artist Program, right? So you right, have yeah. so, tons of experience here. Yeah, I, I've done a lot of um, work as a pianist and conductor for opera companies across the country. That's great. So yes, I've worked a lot with LA Opera. I've worked with Boston Lyric Opera, actually. I sort of my I feel like it's my home a little bit because it's right here in Boston. I've done a lot of work with BLO. Mm-hmm. Um, they're actually having a great uh, production of Madame Butterfly, you can see, uh, just in the next week or so. I yeah, think it's, it's coming right up. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and many other companies. I'm going to San Francisco in a month to work on um, an opera there. So, yeah, it's, it's well, what I love to do is work for opera companies and uh, just get to work with singers. That's, that's really my thing. Well, that's uh, that works for everyone. And our listeners know of my um, passion for opera and I have to tell you that the story isn't always that there are people that really understand the art form, the singer, the people involved in making opera who are sitting at the top of the chain. Um, And we see way too many times people that may be good business people, uh, but, you know, I often question there is is a natural organic thing with a performer and those that work with performers, that differs how organizations will function. And yeah. I think BSR is very lucky to have someone that not only is musical, but actually understands the operatic and the singer um, challenge. It changes everything at the top. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that. I think there can sometimes be a disconnect between administrators and singers. Yes. Um, but and I, I do think that that's changing a bit in the industry. We've seen a lot of singers actually become administrators. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, I think that's a positive change. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I definitely hope that I never lose sort of that perspective of um, what, the, what it's like to be a singer just starting out. And, and it feels like there's a kind of a, a ceiling right over you that you can't break through mm-hmm. um, because I've had so many friends deal with that experience that it can be, yeah. it can be a very tricky career to navigate. Um, Listen, it is so. for anybody that is a, uh, you know, outside outside the, the, the business. The business of singing is, I think, the most difficult, and I say this, I'll come right out and say it, I think it's the most <laughs> difficult challenge a person can make because you are the instrument. You yeah. are the instrument. It's not outside of you. Uh, you walk with it every day. You get sick with it. You, you have other things that you have to do, raise families, do, you know, take jobs, whatever. And then you still have to be able to 
keep the talent and everything disciplined enough that when you're called to perform, you're ready to go. I've had people say that they believe that going to med school, the cost of med school is the same, you know, very close to the cost of becoming a professional um, opera performer. Yeah, I I don't doubt it. I mean, there's so many hidden expenses, you know. You have, you have to constantly be paying um, for recordings. Mm-hmm. You have to pay for your like, pianists, for your webs- uh, for your um, coachings and voice teachers. You yeah. know, lessons can be a hundred bucks. Yep, of course. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the expenses just really add up. Travel expenses. I mean, for every audition you do, you have to go to New York City or some other city, and mm-hmm. and you know, it's just, it's really incredible. everything. Um, there's clothes. There's there's health. There's you know, yeah. uh, to to live a healthy lifestyle today takes a, a certain amount of financial and investment. Because right. we are the instrument, right? When we get sick, what happens, right? So exactly. singers have never been so uh, overwhelmed, I think, to fulfill their desire to mm-hmm. follow this art form. And any organization that allows them assistance with that, I think, deserves a huge shout out. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's what we do. That's what and you yeah, do. It's, it's, it's the other thing we didn't even mention is just how darn competitive it is. Yeah. I mean... If you want to be singing at big houses, that you, you, there's a lot of people vying for those same things. So I think anything you can do to stand out, and just the more practice you have at auditioning, that which is, is something that we we do offer. Yeah, I mean yes. that's that's really what will set you apart. It does set you experience. apart. People do not understand how important that is either, because the more you have got to be able to practice the art form in front of human beings right. <laughs> because that's the nature of what you're going to be called to do. And COVID didn't help any of this. How many companies have since either gone away or taken their three performances per season and gone to one? So the yeah. pool has continually shrunk, causing more challenge for those that, are, you know, you have to really be invested now to follow the art form because it's not easy. But with groups like BSR, I was we had a show last week with uh, the Barn Opera, who's in Vermont. Oh, um, yes, we love Barn Opera. <laughs> they're great. They're great. Josh, yep. Josh Collier, great guy. But, yep. uh, you know, they've grown that venue as well, so now it's going to be Opera Vermont. But, you know, yep. all of these smaller, I'll say smaller, um, you know, endeavors are, are going to be what will save this art form because the, the saving isn't going to come from the A Opera House. The saving right. is going to be coming from the lower part that will allow singers to build up to the B and the A opera houses. Yeah, I, I fully agree. And I, I like that sort of optimistic take, which I was I, I was right along there with you. Um, I think that you're right, that as we're seeing some opera companies close or reduce their seasons, we're also seeing so many amazing smaller mm-hmm. companies popping up um, with wonderful leaders who have such uh, exciting visions and sort of new commitments to diversity in the art form um, and just a commitment to new repertoire as well, developing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really great to see all of that. And yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned Opera Vermont. That's a great example of sort of one of these things that popped up, you know, I'm not sure exactly when they popped up, but now they're growing and expanding. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think you're right that, um, that there's a lot of hope in that. And I would encourage everyone listening to go out and support some of these local arts organizations that are maybe not, you know, it's not the Metropolitan Opera, maybe, and they don't have big budget productions, but they still have something really wonderful to offer. Of course. You'll hear beautiful singing. You'll hear great stories that you might not hear anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And uh, and these organizations need your support. You know, if they're going to keep doing what they're doing, they need people in their audiences. We need so, support for that. Absolutely. So please, consider, even if you're not someone who has in the past 
considered yourself an opera lover or a, you know whatever it is, um, give it a try. I mean, you'll, I think you'll be surprised. It could be really compelling, really exciting, and you're you're gonna fall in love with the the unamplified human voice. Um, <laughs> and, and you know, we're so used to hearing auto-tuned voices now on yes. television and movies. You know, um, but it's, there's something really special about hearing that that voice right in the room with you. Um, it, it, it can be so powerful. And Absolutely. Amazing. We could take a whole show to talk about that. But we're going yeah. to take a little break right now here on WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Stay there. We will be right back. Hello there. Welcome back to Art for Living. Jane Cormier, your host here on WKXL New Hampshire Talk Radio.com, WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and our new tower, 101.9 FM in Manchester. If you are just joining us, you are you are joining a wonderful conversation. Of course, this is the frosting on my cake conversation with uh, I'm speaking with Brendan Shapiro, executive director of Boston Singers Resource, a nonprofit organization dedicated to providing classical singers with the tools they need to pursue their careers. And uh, Brendan, we were talking a little bit about how uh, we're seeing a challenge within opera companies certainly in America, and but we're seeing that challenge being taken up by smaller organizations. And um, I would assume that Boston Singers Resource is a wonderful resource for those organizations. Well, that's right. I mean, our open auditions alone, we, we help these, audition, uh, these organizations save money because rather than having to conduct their own, organiz- their own auditions, excuse me, to find singers and talent, find talent, we can kind of handle that organization, we can handle the, the financial um, burden that that can sometimes be for smaller organizations, so mm-hmm. they can just spend their budgets where they belong on the productions themselves. Right. Um, so that's one way that we definitely help. We help. We have a vocal music calendar, um, which we publish every week, that goes out to, I think it's about 3,000 people who receive that email, and it has a calendar of all of the vocal music going on in New England um, mm-hmm. that week. Awesome. We help spread the word about performances, which is, of course, of of great value to these organizations. Yes. Um, and yeah, we provide advertising as well. So there's lots of different ways that organizations can get involved in BSR and yes. take advantage of what we have to offer. And it's even though it's Boston Singers Resource, it's very much a New England entity. So um, That's right, yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit of a misnomer in some ways. That's okay. You started out with Boston. Why would you change that name, you know? Right. But I think in some ways we actually can be more useful to organizations in Rhode Island or in Vermont or Connecticut yeah. because those organizations don't necessarily have um, immediate contact with some of the, the the talent pool in in the Boston area. Correct. So this is a way that these organizations from a little bit further out can come in, sort of that central hub of Boston, and see a lot of the amazing talent that we have to offer. Absolutely, lots of good stuff happening for sure. Um, That's right. And it links everyone all together, which is again that community resource that you were talking about earlier. The uh, exactly. vocal vocal music calendar does talk about really cool things happening. Um, we, we, let's see here. The 22nd is Madame Butterfly uh, in Boston Lyric Opera. And then you have from White Snakes Projects, a Kung Fu Puppet Parable, Parable Monkey. Yes, White Snake Projects <laughs> is always doing very inventive um, productions that, very cool. you know, brand new pieces that no one's ever heard before that are just full of really cool um, technology. Oh, um, wow. Therese Jacobs is always always has amazing ideas. Um, so yeah, I would definitely encourage everyone to check out 
the classics at BLO, and then also go to some of our amazing um, companies like White Snake Projects, Gorilla Opera. Yeah. Um, and I run uh, actually another company called Catalyst New Music, which also puts on new, uh, brand new shows that have never been seen before. So, wow, how cool. There's lots so, of really great organizations doing that stuff in the area as well. And everybody that's interested can just go to bostonsingersresource.org and right in the website, resources can find all this information. So easy right. to find, folks. If you want to just head to the internet, um, you can find a plethora of things that are uh, wonderful musical opportunities for you to enjoy. Varied, varied repertoire. So that's, that's great. Right. You don't need to be a member to sign up to to subscribe to our vocal music calendar, mm-hmm. and that'll just come to your email once a week, and you'll get an update on all the things going on in Boston and and beyond. That's great. All right. Yeah. So tell our audience how they can support BSR. That's a great, great question. So <laughs> you could, we are always looking for people to volunteer at our events. If, you, if you're interested in just checking these events out and seeing what we do for singers, you can sign up to volunteer. Um, you can advertise with us. So if you have something coming up that you want to make sure the community knows about, um, you can go to our advertise section on our website, mm-hmm. and we have very, very um, affordable rates for you um, to post in our, in our vocal music calendar or on our website or on our social media page. Mm-hmm. Um, and last but not least, of course, you can make a donation, which we always really, really appreciate. We can't do this without the support of, of our local community. Right. So please consider making a, a tax-deductible donation to us. Um, that's all right there on the website as well for you. Right. So um, supporters, what is supporters? I see that under, it says support. BSR, we can donate, we can advertise. And then it says supporters. So um, right. you rely you on can, grants, right? Yes, we do. We do rely on grants a lot, and you can become a sustaining member. So you can sign up to donate a certain amount every month or, or whatever timeline you'd like, mm-hmm. and then and that way you can become a, a long-term supporter of BSR as well. There you go. Absolutely. Well, you know what? All of this information is exciting. Programs and events. What is your next big event that you would like us to know about? Oh, that's a good one. So we just had our open audition. Right. Um, we we just have another you. Nostra Studio coming up very soon. Um, <laughs> right. And in November, we're going to have a couple of great ones. We still have to um, figure out the last couple of details on venue and timing. Mm-hmm. But we have a, a, a wonderful recital coming up that's curated by a, a wonderful um, baritone named James Dargan. He's a baritone and a composer. Mm-hmm. And we're having him um, sort of curate a program for us, and for our members to sing uh, different songs and arias on that program. So that's going to be a wonderful event in November. Great. Um, and then in December, we're going to have our um, board recital. Yes. Um, so, so also, please stay tuned for that. We love to show off our talented board of directors, um, and it'll be a great place to so- socialize and network with other members of the community as well. BostonSingersResource.org. We'll get all that information, correct? That's right. All right. And if we become a member, we'll get all of the, all of the stuff going right to our box. Is that correct? Yeah. You'll, you, can, you don't even have to be a member. You can just subscribe to our, our, our email list, and you'll get all the information sent right to you. Another great thing is to um, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and that way you'll also be updated. Um, and yes, of course, becoming a member, you'll, be, you'll feel even more engaged, and you'll get lots more updates throughout the, the week. Right. And so just to clarify, if you are a singer or if you're interested in just getting the audition or the job postings, that's the one where you, you should try to make a yes. membership, correct? If you'd like to see job postings, mm-hmm. um, that's, you'll need a membership to get those. Yeah. Cool. All right. Awesome. This has been such a great, inf- lots of information. Your resource tab has um, so much on there. Now, your BSR blog, uh, that used to be pretty prolific. 
Um, I remember seeing lots of blogs. And if you go to that uh, site, you'll just see them listed. Um, with That's right. Picture. We have an archive of our of our blog, and that has lots of amazing uh, career fe- uh, advice yes. and, and feedback for, for singers. That's great. So everything from how to design a resume to what to wear to an audition, things like that, you'll find in our blog <laughs> and, and much, much more as well. So. Absolutely. And products and services, you know, you might go by this too quickly um, if you're a singer especially. So on this page actually offers so many ideas about or things that you might need and, you know, not have to go search for each individual one, but you know, magazines, blogs, and pop publications, radio and broadcast, recording services, which yep. can be really challenging for singers. Um, yeah, yeah, there's lots of information on there. On If you're looking to make a recording, mm-hmm. um, we have a, a list of, of great venues, and we, um, we're actually working on, on building that up to include recording engineers as well. Um, wow. wow. So, yeah, there's, there's going to be lots more information, so check it re- regularly because we are always updating those archives. I'll bet. And rehearsal and performance spaces, which I know could be very challenging for singers and for organizations to yeah. find spaces to do that. Yeah, I'll actually do a shout out um, to a brand new space that just opened last month called Somerville Music Spaces. Um, it's near Davis Square, and it's a brand new facility run uh, and, and managed by a singer herself. Her name is Jessica Jacobs, and it's a beautiful facility. Mm-hmm. So for singers looking to put on a little recital or um, make audition recordings, give voice lessons, um, pretty, or, or have rehearsals, anything like that. It's a fantastic space. Mm. Um, so do, do check it out, Somerville Music Spaces. It's sure. my new go-to for pretty much every event that I'm planning. Wow, so, good for you. Yeah. All right, good to know. Hard to find those spaces out there sometimes, you know. Yeah, Not it's easy. very valuable to have this new one. You bet. But there's lots of other great ones as well, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Another good resource. So um, one thing here that I think is very specific, but I think rather important is sometimes parents really don't have a lot of information if they have a musical child or they want to introduce their children uh, to some performance, you know, music opportunities. And on the resources tab is something youth and child. And uh, I like this one. This one tells us about children's choruses, opportunities to sing um, throughout the state, you know, of Massachusetts and probably beyond. I'm seeing mostly Massachusetts here. But, um, yeah, that's right. So we do have um, a youth and child section that does have information. There's a, there's a lot of really great children's choruses around. Oh my goodness. Um, Boston Children's Chorus, <laughs> Voices Boston, uh, I think South Shore Children's Chorus is one. Yeah. There's just so many great ones. Um, and yeah, we're always working on updating that as well. But I think if you have a, a child who's interested in singing and, and shows a lot of promise, definitely check that out. There's some good resources there. Yeah. Um, and sometimes even announcements will come through, like people looking to cast uh, children um, for, for operas. Um, mm-hmm. I know just recently BLO was looking for a, a child to, to fill in for something. Um, like they need the last minute. Uh, I, I forget the exact situation, but yeah. you never know what's going to, what's never going to pop up um, on our website. So yeah. Oh, cool. Check it out. Absolutely. So this is um, bostonsingersresource.org and people can go in there and uh, just play around and figure out stuff and, um, just very interesting. So tell me, Brendan, uh, what is your long-term vision? Where do you want to see BSR be in five or ten years from now? That's a great question. So I've been thinking a lot about this ever since I stepped into this role. Um, and I think BSR, it, it occupies kind of a very unique space in the New England music scene that I haven't really seen any other organization quite like it, to be honest. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very exciting to see like sort of different things that we can do. Um, so one thing we're actually doing um, is we've hired an advocacy associate for the first time. So this is someone who's going to be on our staff who's going to be dedicated to um, sort of researching and finding ways to improve um, basically the quality of life for singers in the area. Like mm-hmm. do, do things like advocate for singers, um, what fees they're being paid at religious organizations, um, giving them resources so they can advocate for themselves as well. Cool. Um, and just making sure that the announcements that come through our website are always specific and updated and um, transparent, I guess is the best way yeah, to use. Yeah, that's a lot of work um, because you got a lot on that site. <laughs> that's right, yeah. So I'm very excited to sort of go more into the advocacy direction to really help singers. Yeah. You know, it's, especially with the housing um, cost in, in the Boston area right now, it's, it's such a difficult ecosystem financially. Yeah. Um, especially when gigs don't pay as much as maybe they that we'd like them to. Absolutely. So I'm, I feel very strongly and passionately that I want to make sure singers feel like this is a place that they can thrive and it's not something that is out of their reach to live here, you know? It's wonderful. Um, so anything that we can do at BSR to help singers feel like they can stay, you know? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I do know of some singers who felt like they kind of got priced out or had to move to a different region. Yeah, it's a and problem. And that's something I really want to try to try to nip in the bud if we can, you know, find Very ways worthy. to help singers stay. Very so worthy, Brendan. Brendan Shapiro, yeah. uh, you are doing great work at Boston Singers Resource, and we thank you for being with us today on Artful Living. And you know what? Let's make sure that we get you on a couple of months down the road. Come on again and speak with us about what's happening at your organization. I would love that. Thank you so much for having oh, me. Thank Appreciate you. It. It's been a pleasure, pleasure, Brendan. All righty, we're gonna we're gonna uh, say goodbye here. Thanks for joining us. WKXL New Hampshire Talk Radio and we'll see you at our next segment. Bye.